2: podcast. 500 lessons laid down for everyone's ears. 500 episodes of this great, freaking podcast. How do you measure measure the years? On YouTube, in a live stream, with great guests and listeners' stories, in discourse and workshops, Zoom Happy Other Nights. 500 episodes of the ADHD podcast. How do you treasure 12 years of advice?
0: day happy, wait that's not quite no, right hey happy 500, 500 episodes oh. that uh, i would have listener brian sing me to sleep any night of the week that
1: was uh, but, awesome that's the first time i've heard <laughs> it that was so good so
0: good thank you right?
1: brian oh my gosh I, that was fantastic
0: that is my biggest regret of today's show. Is that I have already heard all of the listener submissions, voicemails, and and wonderful messages that I don't get to experience them with you for the first time. That I know. makes me sad.
1: I know. But, but you're you need to not be the producer and editor of this show. I, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: unfortunately, yeah,
1: we're not like that's the, kind of the
0: model. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're not the who else would do this like on TV? We're no
0: Gimlet Media. Yeah, we're no NPR.
1: Right, right. So we. Don't right. Right. We, don't. The, we don't have the surprises, but I will. That's I right. Will. You will. So. You
0: get all the surprises. And that I, have, is the I, I
1: know people can't see this, but I have a fancy celebration hat on so today.
0: fancy. Oh, it's just <laughs> glitter and gold. Uh, so happy 500. Yeah. 500. Wow. Hundred.
1: That's uh, what are we, fantastic. What are we
0: doing today? We, we started thinking about like how we wanted to actually um, have this conversation and first always open with a song. So we've done that. We Check. did that. Um, We, we were going to talk a little bit just reflect a little bit about kind of the the roads uh, that we've we've traveled with this show. And in the process, um, we did ask. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we should out ourselves. We did ask people if they had thoughts about the show to please submit them and send us voicemail, voice clips, uh, whatever they wanted to do. And two things happened. One. Um, it's possible we didn't ask early enough. Possible. True. Two, it's possible many of you in our audience have ADHD. And so those two possibilities aligned, and we got a lot of them like last night right. <laughs> as we were about to <laughs> record this, which is amazing. It's like it is a, just a resonant chamber of my brain. How this whole thing came together. So we did delay the show a little bit. This is coming uh, a little bit late. We took a, a, an unintentional uh, break uh, so that we could put all of the stuff together. We just wanted to have episode 500 in the library as something where we just Special. really got to to celebrate, uh, to celebrate and listen to your wonderful voices. And we don't we don't have that on all that often. And we just it was important to us. So our first, our in most deep thanks for everyone who has who took the time and uh, uh overcame the procrastination as you have told us in in the community uh, and actually submitted these things because it's really special and it means it the world to us. So where where do you want to start?
1: Wow. Uh, okay, so let's see. How how did this show get started, Pete, right? You probably don't remember because do you- when I when I uh When we were talking about this before, about the outline, and I told you my story, you're like, I don't remember that, but that's on brand. I I, I could have said that. Well, that was back in
0: the day where anybody could ask me a question. I would say, we should podcast about it. (laughs) That's right.
1: That's right. So what happened? So when was our first show? In August of 2010?
0: March 22nd, 2010.
1: March. Okay. All right. So it must have been earlier in the year, like at the very beginning of 2010, when, because mm-hmm. uh, at the time I was an organizer and-
0: You sure were. I
1: was. I was a professional organizer here in Oregon. And there was a colleague of mine who was also an organizer who was asked to, to do a local radio show once a week to give advice, like to do kind of a organizing Q&A. Mm -hmm. And she had asked me if I wanted to do it with her because she thought it might be more fun to have another person, too. And I remember uh, talking to you about it. I'm like, you know, Pete, uh, because I talk to Pete about everything. I don't do anything without Pete. (laughs) So (laughs) I run things by Pete. And I said, hey, this is the opportunity. And you're like, hey, no, like that's too small. (laughs) And at one point, I remember you saying you should be like on Oprah. I don't know if you remember that, but you're like, y- you should be the organizer uh, yeah. that's on Oprah. But uh, you're, you were like, no, that's too small. We should do a podcast.
0: And- I feel like that really, that that really sort of ca- encapsulates our relationship. <laughs> over the years, which is you have great ideas. And then I come back and tell you, great. Now let's do more of that. Make right. it bigger. <laughs> like you're, it's great. And too small. Let's do a bigger thing. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, are, it's true.
1: And you're like, you can do this, do this on your own. You don't need somebody helping you doing it. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so you were, you were pitching the idea of a podcast. I had no idea what a podcast was because remember this is in 2010. Not mm-hmm. many people knew what a podcast was in 2010. It's certainly not like it is now. And uh, so honestly, I was like, okay, that sounds like a great idea. Because a lot of times I do that too. Because you're like, yeah, let's do this. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But what was interesting is that I honestly didn't realize that it was something that was going, uh, you know, outside of just my website. Yeah, I thought it was like,
0: when do you, do you remember when you realized that?
1: I think it was when we started getting comments from people. And so, Mm -hmm. because I really thought it was something that was just going to be on my website, like a blog, because at that Mm -hmm. time too, video blogging was kind of starting to get, you know, interested. Yeah. Yeah, And that kind of faded out even. But, um, and so I really thought, okay, well, people are going to listen to this. They're going to find it on the website, just like my blog. Ah, That's fine. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, But I think it wasn't... I didn't really click with me until we started getting some feedback from people. And in the early days, we had some pretty loyal listeners. And uh, so they would, uh, there was one person who worked at a university, and I remember she was great. She'd always email us with ideas. And, and, uh, and so that's when it kind of clicked that, okay, this is kind of a bigger, bigger deal. But one of the things that I really appreciate you about Pete, or appreciate about you, Pete, I guess that makes sense.
0: <laughs> I'll take
1: it. <laughs> Is that it never felt like I should be nervous. So it wasn't something that oh, I'm in front of all of these people like live, you know, so there was never that that nervousness of speaking in front of a bunch of people because it always just felt like it was a conversation between you and me and yeah. people listened. But yeah. I didn't That's know amazing. that they listened.
0: Yeah. It's the, it is the most amazing thing about, about podcasts. And it was still, I had been podcasting for several years. I think my, my first podcast went live in 2006 and, um, and so like we had already kind of experienced that, the sort of euphoria that comes from being no one and having people start tuning in regularly and in our case, drink beer with us. (laughs) And, uh, and that, that was, that was it. I mean, that was that was the most, like I realized we have collectively a set of skills that I think we could, we could possibly use that to not just drink beer, mm-hmm. but maybe help people. And so I remember being really ex- excited about this. And also because at the time, like you and I were not talking about ADHD, like even with oh, each no. other, like, I don't think I had told you that I had ADHD. Didn't even know you had had an interest. I don't think you knew you had an interest. In I it.
1: didn't. No, 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 that's exactly right. Because... <laughs> I don't think I knew you had ADHD until we actually started talking about ADHD more as we got, and we'll talk about this as we go from the the branding change, Mm -hmm. but I really don't remember you ever even telling me outright, like, oh, well, I have ADHD. That's interesting that you want to like learn more about it. It, I think it was in one of our shows where you just started talking like you had ADHD and I kind of figured it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's uh, you know what? Let's we we need to start peppering in some of these voicemails because they're wonderful. So uh, let's first let's hear from Allison.
3: Hello, Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Pete Wright. This is Allison Kaczmarek calling to thank you for creating this podcast. Thirteen years ago at age 46, I was diagnosed with ADHD, but I only really began to understand myself and the impact it had on me after I discovered your podcast just a few years ago. Thank you for helping me understand that my ADHD way of doing things and my quirky workarounds are okay. While listening to the podcast, I've loved the many aha moments, realizing I'm not alone, and laughed at myself and the colorful detours my mind can take during any given day. You've made my ADHD learning curve informative and a lot of fun. Thanks,
1: guys, and happy 500th show. I don't know how I'm going to get through this without crying. You're no, I don't, you're don't think I'm mess. not. I think yeah, I'm going to cry. You're That's gonna be awesome. Thank you so much, Allison.
0: <laughs> <In the very laughs> best way.
1: Uh, so, wow. okay,
0: so we we did the show. Uh, the The first show that we did was on the office closet. Yes. Why? Why did we start with the office closet?
1: I don't really a thing remember why. that that people why? were
0: really asking you like, oh, God, oh God no. I need help with my office closet. <laughs>
1: no. Let's make,
0: and we thought, hey, this is going to be a real banger for the archives.
1: Again, <laughs> you have to remember, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I really didn't know. I, I thought we were doing a blog, you know, and we yeah. were just talking about it. So no, I don't know why we chose that. Uh, I really don't. And, and one thing I do want to just put some context in is about how you and I started working together. Okay, because I think that's kind of important, too, because you really have been with me since day one. Pete and I, um, we met up in Portland and we went to a um, we went to the same church or we started going to the same church at the same time. And there were a group of us who were all around the same age and who were all starting their families. And uh, and and it was a wonderful time because we all bonded and we all like it was just I, I just feel like it was a really special time in our lives to have such good, good friends. And um, uh, yeah, it was great. So I never really knew what Pete did. <laughs> Pete probably didn't know what I did because when you met me, I was a stay-at-home mom. At that time,
0: <laughs> I remember I could ask my own wife what if she could describe what I did, and I don't think she could tell me.
1: Yeah. Uh, but when I decided to open up an organizing business, which all stemmed from looking at a article in the newspaper, it's weird how things work. Uh, I was, I was reading this article in the newspaper. It was about a, a, a farm or, sorry, a pharmaceutical rep. That's what my husband was. It was, uh, <laughs> it was about a professional organizer. And when the local paper tried to do a search on somebody that they could interview here locally in my town, they couldn't find anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought, Hey, that sounds like a great idea. I've never been that organized myself, really. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's fine. I mean. Yeah. Good yeah I, guess, I, I
0: guess do you know what because I, I got I got my master's degree in in organizational design, right and so it's very HR focused right. business degree and so I knew that you too had uh, had gotten your degree in HR and, and had worked in HR at my bank right and I thought, okay, so you must have a very organized mind. this is going to be great. yeah you know what? No notes. We're gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For some reason all those things paint tape together just perfectly. Oh,
1: I I probably sorely disappointed you because that just was
0: <laughs> Never thought twice about it. Never thought twice well, about it. And and the things that I have learned from you, I still apply. Like Believe it or not, my office closet is what it is because of our
1: show <laughs> our very first show. Oh, that is so funny well, and and I do remember, um so we had moved down to Eugene, which is about two hours away from Portland. And when I got this idea of of opening up this professional organizing business, i I contacted you, and I said, "Hey, I think you do something with websites, Maybe?" <laughs> Yeah. And you were like, "Oh, I can totally help you." And you were so yeah. encouraging. You're like, "Oh, I, you could totally do this and we can totally and that's just where everything like uh went, you know, went from there. And that was back in 2008. And then we had yeah. this podcast idea. Why we did The Office Closet, I have no idea. I think in my mind I was probably just thinking what would be something that is small enough that we could get through but would have like key points that people could take away with. Is probably what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I haven't listened to it in years. So let's let's hear this. I want to hear
0: do, it. Do, yeah do you do you wanna? Uh
4: huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's just let's just
0: hear how we introduce that show for a minute. Welcome to Taking Control, everybody, the inaugural episode of the Take Control Organizing, Home Organizing Podcast. Um, My name is Pete Wright, and I'm here with TCO proprietor Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Nikki.
1: pete welcome everyone to the show
0: this is so cool right you're you're internet famous already i'm sure
1: i know (laughs) high-tech technology that i can do this from my home office
0: i know it's wonderful and and i can say things like i'm sitting here with nikki and and you know it's like a complete fraud i'm not (laughs) I, i probably shouldn't have said that i'm pulling back the curtain a little too much (laughs) <laughs> the, the, uh, the purpose of this show, as we have been discussing over the last several weeks, is really to to uh, an extension of the popular take control organizing blog that you 've been running for several years now, which which has a number of, uh, which has a, a library now of wonderful uh, organizing tips and tricks and processes and forms you can download you, you've been so active on the blog and, and uh, what we're trying to do here is add another dimension to what you can get from take control organizing to the resources and the, and, and, uh, and the tools that you can receive, uh, apparently I do <laughs> shut him up. I can't do it anymore. What do you think? I mean, I, first of all, sound like I had Do do, do I always sound sick, like perpetually <laughs> no. ill?
1: No, I sound like, <laughs> I sound like I'm an air airplane pilot. Hello.
0: Pete. <laughs> <laughs> we reach our cruising altitude.
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Does
0: it take you back like do you do you get the little shivers of gosh, I remember where I was that day?
1: No, cuz I actually really don't remember the actual recording. Um no, I just oh my gosh, the recording was awful and I sound like a mouse. I'm so sorry I sound like a mouse. <laughs>
0: It's just, we've, we've come a long way and technology has changed. I mean, at the time we were recording through Skype, like everything was done through Skype and we had a tool called Skype call recorder or call recorder for Skype from Ecamm software. And I think they still sort of make it, but Skype has made a lot of changes over the years. We have since moved to zoom and, and do all of our recording locally on, on our local machines. So it's, you know, technology has changed dramatically. Certainly our microphones have changed dramatically the Mm -hmm. way we, we record, um, our preparation has changed i mean everything everything has changed so so much and i don't think i ever realize or take stock in how much things have changed until i go back and listen to episode one
1: Mm -hmm. like that's
0: we've Mm -hmm. come a long way
1: wow we sure have
0: can
5: we listen to to another
0: voicemail
1: please let's
5: this
0: this one's coming from across the pond
5: Hello, Nikki. Hello, Pete. This is Arne Bjorn from Germany, and I wanted to congratulate you on your five hundred episodes that you uh, put out there of on for, of your podcast. And um, it took. I am very happy also for uh, Melissa, who apparently sent like one message after the other on Patreon that we were supposed to hand in our audio recordings and. I really, really wanted to, but I feared that I wasn't worthy. Uh, hello. No, but the thing is, I feared that I wasn't. Um, well, I had some issues putting my thoughts out there. And my first attempt was actually already a nine-minute episode of me <laughs> just talking, but I think didn't get my point across of, on why I wanted to send this recording nonetheless. Uh, I'm very happy for me being in Germany and this is already Tuesday morning and hopefully the time zones if I got them right do still allow for me sending in this recording or submitting this recording. What I really like about your podcast Pete and Nikki is that you so show such a diverse range of interview formats if I may say. Let me explain to you what I mean. Um, when I click on an episode, I never know, do you have like an expert, which apparently is well known in the American or in the or whatever um, realm of ADHD research, and you have, you've got many, so many questions that you can ask them, or you talk more or less on the same level, because you also apparently all know each other. Um, but at the same time, you come back maybe with with people who are basically just in your peer group more or less who who we just think oh we haven't talked in a while let's just uh, push recording and uh, talk about what you can share and what we can share so basically it doesn't really feel sometimes it feels very um scientific or very um very well thought through i mean everything about your podcast is apparently well thought through at least it looks like that or it listens like that. Um, But at the same time, you also have a very spontaneous or a very uh, relaxed atmosphere in which you just have a space of talking about ADHD and everybody contributes what they have. At the same time, you also what I really like is and I'm talking about the example of the uh, first Indian ADHD coach, you put where you use your podcast and we all learn and we the listeners, or I as a listener, and apparently you as uh, an ADHD coach, Nikki, or the podcast of uh, Pete, you eagerly listen and you get to know the person while doing the podcast show. And you come up with the questions. I mean, you know, you obviously prepare a lot for that. But it feels like we are all going on the journey of of listening to the expert that you've invited, not really knowing what they have to tell you, because, and this is what I think is very interesting also. And on, last but not least, there's so many episodes in where it's just you, the two of you, uh, exchanging ideas. Um, sometimes Pete's got more the um, lead on the topic in other sessions. It's uh, Nikki, and Pete is more or less questioning or asking or in the background, which I think is the nicest. And then you come up with all the um, connection to the listeners, which you apparently in the last month, at least I observe, um, are doing such a great job. And um, Pete, you nail the one with the, oh, that was my dog. Pete, I think you nail the um, strategy or not strategy, but you nail the Connection to your listeners, um, the way that you phrase it, the way you put it out there. I, when I heard my name some time, I think in March or so, in which you uh, started to 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 actively and uh, vo- actively um, shout out the names of your Patreon supporters. I think you are doing an honest job. You are do- doing also a job more or less because this is your job and i really appreciate and i really just want and very happy for being a patron to your podcast because every dollar that i spend is one of the is one of the better ones i think take care all the best from uh, germany all the best from a very happy listener to your podcast and a very grateful ambien who just sends all the love and all the vibes
6: Congratulations,
1: Bye. Oh, wow! I know. All right, the Under, tears are coming. That was wonderful. It's so surreal, isn't it? I mean, to yeah. hear that and like that he's talking about us. Yeah, it's just
0: yeah, it is. It is surreal. I I um I am just so grateful every single day for people who are taking part in the discussion and frankly helping one another, like we were talking mm-hmm. about the office closet, and back when we were doing this the the first many many episodes it was our show was an easy kind of library episode where people would find it based on whatever subject whatever the the topic was in the subject line, but wouldn't really take it to the next level. They might pick and choose, they'd listen to it, we'd have spikes in those early days where you'd see somebody found the show and downloaded every episode from. Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we wouldn't have that kind of baseline of people who are engaging with it. And it, it was only, I think, when we started the started up the online community just a couple of years ago that that it really became real for me that right. there are that there are people out there who are listening and trying Things that mm-hmm. we have done ourselves and practiced, and like we wouldn't do it if we didn't do, it. we wouldn't talk about it if we didn't try it ourselves,
1: right? Or um, or I didn't talk or to if my we clients about in... it, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and so it is just really uh, gratifying to 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 see the action happen, to see people test things and help one another, and um, you know, watching that sort of self support in the community has been tremendous, mm-hmm. tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so wow. Um t- let's talk a little bit about the transition.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so this was an interesting time period. Uh I had I had two particular clients who I worked with locally who were both um professionals. One was a financial advisor and the other one was a um a franchise owner of a fast food restaurant. And they had originally hired me to come in to organize their uh, work because they both hired me for their work and, and workflows and, and time management, and things like that, and, and, and basically catching up. Like they had a lot, both had a lot of backup and stuff that they needed right, to do. Right. And so when I went in there at, and we started organizing, but both of them had ADHD and what I found was the the conversations we were having were less about organizing and actually doing the physical space, but it was more about talking about systems and processes. And one particular person with the franchise of the, of the uh, fast food restaurant, he was a big fan of yours, Pete, because he was very technical oriented. I mean, he really liked technology. He really liked trying new things. He's the one that introduced me to like what mind mapping is, you know, Mm -hmm. and so he really um, resonated with that. So we would talk a lot about that. And what happened is, you know, as an entrepreneur, which I didn't even really know I was an entrepreneur until this all happened, (laughs) 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 I really fell into it. But I started looking at these two clients and I thought, you know what? I really love the work I'm doing with them because it's going beyond just organizing. It's also really helping them with their workflows and making their life easier in ways that is more than just organizing space. And it's also giving them a lot of support with, you know, congratulating them when they got through a pile of files or whatever it is that we were working on. And A light bulb hit where I thought, you know, I really want to explore ADHD coaching. But even at that point, Pete, we really didn't go straight into coaching because I just started learning more about ADHD and our show in the last, what, maybe year before we switched was it had a focus of ADHD. Yeah, and so yeah. there was this um, piece that I felt like, well, I'm a professional organizer with a specialty in ADHD, and as a business person, I thought I want to flip that. I want to become an ADHD specialist with maybe a specialty in or organizing. Specialty in
0: organizing, yeah,
1: and that's where it started. But then, as I started like getting certified and going through all the courses and you know going through that process of becoming an ADHD coach realizing very quickly how much ADHD is, is affecting all pieces of your life. It's not just the mm-hmm. space. There's so much more that's going on that I really just wanted to be an ADHD coach who, who helps adults with ADHD and college students came a little bit later. Um, yeah. And so it was a hard decision to make because at that time, our show was highly rated because there wasn't a lot of podcasts. There wasn't a lot of competition and we were building an audience and, you know, we were like in what the remember you would send me these little snapshots about we were like in the top. 10 or something like that. Yeah, we'd be like in top,
0: top 10 podcasts and we'd start getting details from like the, because there was really the only the iTunes store at right, the time. Like right. there wasn't a Spotify. There wasn't a Google podcast. There wasn't a, it, you just didn't have other opportunities really for it. You just listened in Apple podcast. And, um, and, and so we would get you know, we'd get those bumps all the time. Mm-hmm. We, we'd spend a long time in new and noteworthy, right? right. So we got, we got a lot of, of just drive-by traffic of people looking for, you know, looking for resources. And there wasn't a huge like market for answering the kinds of questions we were answering at the
1: right. time. Right, right. Well, and when I came to you to talk about this, I remember there was some resistance from you because you're the podcast guy. So what you're seeing is you're seeing these numbers and you're seeing, you know, Hey, we're, we're doing really well. We're, um, getting a lot of this information out and I will be transparent. I mean, 95% of my marketing is through this podcast. I, I almost all of my clients come from listening to us. And so there was Mm -hmm. also a lot of importance around that too. Like what happens if we change and, you know, nobody from in the ADHD world really cares. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. And they, yeah, they don't, they don't want your help. Like right. they don't make that leap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of going back and forth. And I remember, um, I remember being in the hot tub. We have a hot tub and I, I was looking, we, we live behind a mountain and I was looking at the mountain trees and, you know, and I was just kind of thinking, meditating, praying, whatever you want to say. And it just came to me like, Nope, this is, this is where I need to go. This is where I need to be is I need to I need to continue this path of being an ADHD coach, get certified. We need to rebrand everything and take that chance because this is who I want to serve. And yeah. um, and I remember how lucky I felt when you and I started looking at names and all we had to do was switch the organizing to ADHD. Because take control ADHD was available for everything. Yep. And then at yep. that moment, I'm like, "That's it. It's meant to be."
0: There was a time in the early like that. That switch was a massive commitment, and I don't know if you remember this, but those first hundred some odd episodes, uh, it it became clear very quickly how hard it was to create yeah. content every week to do this. And so, if, as I scrub back through the episodes uh, up to 163. Like there were a lot of episodes where we did one episode in a month mm-hmm. where we took months off where like we just didn't like there There was it, it was just really hard to muster the energy. And I don't think you had made that transition to this podcast is going to be a part of the business. Apart from this podcast is an experiment.
1: Well, no, I didn't make that until after I got all done with my education. Because Certification, see, there yeah. was a year and a half back in what, 2000, I, I've been certified now for almost six years. So there was a a year and a half where I was doing all school stuff. So I had, um, I had the podcast, I had a few clients and then everything was around ADHD coaching and getting certified. I dropped everything. Like I was only focused on that. So it wasn't until after I got certified that I started thinking, okay, how, how does this transition to be part of my business? And it very much is. I mean, you've got, uh, to me, there's the coaching, individual coaching, group coaching, the podcast, they're all three very, very important. Uh, and, and like I said, the podcast is marketing for me in a lot of ways because what's so great about the people that I've worked with. And I hope, you know, they would say the same thing is when they inquire to work with me, they already feel like they know me. And that really is great because that builds a trust right off the bat. And I am who I am. Like I'm not any different on the show than I am as an individual coach. And so it's been such a blessing to build my business. And the other thing I want to say is that when you blog as a, as a coach, When you blog and you have to research content and you listen to experts and you interview them, you are top of your game when it comes to ADHD. Like this is what allows me to keep learning, to keep being open about what Mm -hmm. I hear. I keep learning from my clients, from our experts. Like that, I feel, is so valuable because it makes me a better coach because I'm in it. I'm in it all the time.
0: So We opened with the good and kindly Brian And his musical number But he also did submit A uh, a wonderful voicemail message So let's start with Brian we'll listen to a couple right now
2: Nikki, Pete This is your favorite Off, 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 off Broadway understudy Brian from Maryland Wishing you a happy 500th episode Congratulations And by the way I'm going out for this uh, new part In this new play called Yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping to win the part of Pete Wright's right arm. So, Pete, if you have any advice you could give me, if I could pick your brain at all, that would be really awesome. Congratulations. Let's
0: see. I'm actually touching.
1: The shock I, tail. In,
0: it does have batteries in it, but I'm not going to turn it on. No. 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 Sorry. I always, I leave it close. I think it's important to, to be close. You want so, to chris
1: Brian is lovely. Oh, yeah. oh what's yeah. that? What were you going to say? Oh,
0: yeah. No, I was I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna roll through a couple here. A oh, row.
1: oh, okay. Well I just yeah. wanna say though, we have to give yeah. a little bit of reference about the shock tato. You can't just bypass that because people are gonna be listening, like, what are they talking about? So I during know. the live stream, and this is just yeah. this is a great reason to join Patreon at five dollars because you get this kind of stuff. We're, <laughs> we're it's after the show and we're talking about the shock tato, which is this potato that's supposed to shock you. And Pete's fiddling around <laughs> with it, trying to figure out like, oh, it's broken, whatever. I thought the
0: batteries were the dead. Batteries. I thought the batteries were dead. And I wanted to, but my, what I wanted to do more than anything was play, like hold the microphone, the, the speaker up to the microphone so you could hear. It is the, the music it plays while it's, way, it's like a hot potato game, right? right That's the whole right. idea. And if you are holding it, when the music stops, you get shocked. And I had it on the three modes that it's on. Uh, it has are uh, lame, normal, and extreme. And I had it set uh, the switch on extreme, and uh, so I was holding the thing up to the speaker because I thought the 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 soundtrack that it plays is the music, the theme song to Psycho. And, <laughs> of course. Uh, and I wanted Nikki to hear that, and I was I didn't notice that my pinky was on one of the little shock plates. It wasn't on the plastic, and it shocked the crap out of me.
1: Yes, it did. And on
0: the live stream, and I like my right arm went numb, and,
1: <laughs> and <you laughs> it's jumped really back. it is a.
0: It is Your a product that should not be sold. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. sold anymore. Like, it, you can't find the Tato in this current form, <laughs> I don't think, anymore. I think that was, it was recalled. It's not a good product.
1: I so. was crying. Anyway, it was so funny.
0: That was very, very funny. <laughs> All let's, right. hear, uh, let's hear from Chris.
2: Hi, this is Chris. Uh, when I first got diagnosed about uh, roughly five years ago, I had my diagnosis and medication, but I had no information. I didn't know what I was dealing with. So I just started researching, trying to find all the various resources that I could. Podcasts, Taking Control, was, uh, it was one of the first resources I found. And at the time, for work, I was commuting about three hours a day. So podcasts and audiobooks helped me pass the time. And still to this day... The information I got from the podcast has been the largest resource and the most amount of education that I have received. In fact, I think it's fair to say that most of the other resources that I ended up discovering, be it books or websites or what have you, came from information I got listening to the podcast. Without what I learned listening to Pete and Nikki and their guests, I would still be so far behind in understanding my ADHD. I am eternally grateful to everything they've done, everything they've taught me, and making me realize that it's it's okay and that I'm not defined by my ADHD. And that not only am I not defined by it, but I can actually manage it and succeed with it and embrace all the positives that come with it. I mean, the positives of ADHD were not something I was even aware of in the beginning. It was a it was a really tough journey. So even having that information to hand made it easier for me to navigate through the learning process of my diagnosis. Hey, Nikki, you're amazing. The information you provide is amazing and I am so grateful. In addition to that, when the, the Discord channel started having access to a community of people who were going through the same journey, albeit individualized for each of them, it was very uh, comforting and reassuring knowing that there was a place I could go when I was having those tough days or trying to navigate through something new that was a struggle, being able to have those other people comment and and reassure or or validate what I was going through was amazing for me. So to the community as well, I thank you. My life was changed for the better by the Mm -hmm. podcast and it continues to be so to this day. Thank you.
0: I, I got to say, it is, you know, you, you talk about like relationships you build online and, and, uh, you know, but I like, I'll, I'll say this about, about Brian and about Chris. And we've got another one coming up with from, uh, uh from Ellie and from Matt. Like these people have become important to me personally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I know because from my interactions with Chris in the community and in happy hour that, that, He's been going through crazy stuff, some wonderful, wonderful stuff after some really hard stuff, Mm -hmm. and uh, just is like I I just I can't underscore that enough. I think sometimes when even when I listen to podcasts, you know, I listen to my favorite podcasts, and the the hosts don't don't know me uh, from anybody. But once I was in the community, and once I start having those relationships, I can't underscore how important these individual humans are to me, Mm -hmm. and that I think about them when they are not present and mm-hmm. and uh, like it's just it's it's just the weirdest weirdest reality um that that this that this kind of relationship exists the podcast relationship exists and it's it's an incredible community can <laughs> Um, Well, it's
1: the community for sure, and I think you know. Again, when you you have you always have these ideas, and I'm always like, I don't know. And I remember when you first told (laughs) me about Discord and or Patreon, and you were like, Yeah, when it's kind of like public radio. What we're doing is we're asking them to to donate to us, you know. And you're you're explaining it to me, and I kept thinking, But what we do, we're doing it for free. Why are we asking for money? Like, I mean, this is a very honest conversation we had yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And I, I felt bad. And I was like, no, I don't think we should do that. And and we didn't for a while, like for a long time after you brought it up. And then you brought yeah. it up again. And my mind, it I guess my mindset changed, my mindset shifted from It's not about just asking for money. It's about building a community and it's about supporting the show so we can continue to do what we're doing and keep keep getting better at it, I hope, and keep being able to offer things that we couldn't have offered without having that that support. But it's that community. Like once yeah. you sold me on the community and I started seeing like how people talk to each other and the different channels, because we evaluate all of that stuff all the time. Like what what are we going to How can we serve these people the the best way that we can? And what do they need? What do they need from us? What do they need from each other? And to be able to to see the conversations and their interactions. And I think it's not just about us caring about them or them caring about us. It's them caring about each other. And really, like, we will be done with happy hour and we'll have to go. And they'll be on happy hour for three more hours after we leave. So that is what a good
0: happy hour is anyway, right? right? You got to close down the bar.
1: Uh, But that connection and I would say that when we look in the future, that is the thing I want us to keep building. That's the thing I want us to get to really focus on and keep getting people involved and and welcoming the new people, because I think that um, I don't want anyone to feel like if they've never been to a happy hour, they've never been on discord and um you know, I want them to reach out and I want them to get comfortable with it because yeah. it is such a valuable resource and anything that we can do to keep building that. And that's that's really a mission for, I think, both of us going forward, yeah. is we really want to keep building this community. Yeah.
0: Let's check in with Colette.
6: Hello, Nikki and Pete. This is Colette from Scotland here. I am quite a new listener and I wanted to leave a clip for you guys to say how much I appreciate the podcast. There's so many. There's such a great wealth of of different topics that you've covered, and it is unlike any other ADHD podcast I've listened to. In the sense that there's so many practical tips, you guys have such good chemistry together. You have such good suggestions, Nikki. You have obviously a a vast amount of experience and working with people with ADHD who. who who do present in in the typical way and not just the standard um diagnostic criteria um type presentations and p obviously you have adhd yourself and it's just so refreshing to hear your experiences as well and you too like i said have such good chemistry and i will continue listening and supporting on patreon and just thank you for all the work you do I know.
0: First, how delightful is it that this entire thing so far has been a parade of accents? I know, I absolutely <laughs> it's just, love it's it. amazing. <laughs> I, I listened to that last night and I was laughing. I, uh, Colette, you're wonderful. And when you say, Nikki, you are clearly an expert and you have so many strategies. And Pete, you
1: you clearly have ADHD. clearly
0: have ADHD.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Oh, what a and, and what I love about that too is she's a newer listener. So thank you so yeah. much for for uh, uh for doing that and sharing us or sharing your thoughts with us too because that means a lot. And uh
0: And for calling it like it is, yeah. Colette, calling it like it is.
1: <laughs> I think that's really one of the things though, that I love about the show so much and I think is why we are successful is that we do play off really well with each other and I don't know how this would work if we didn't have each other to do it. Like the, you know, if yeah. you're going to leave the podcast or I'm leaving the podcast, the podcast is over. Like, there <laughs> isn't any... <laughs> you know, we're in this together.
0: <laughs> I, I think we are, and you know, can I just say, in a moment of vulnerability, I think my relationship with you, I count on it as a real sort of aspirational, like role model relationship for me. Having a rela- a dear friendship with a woman who is not my wife, right? like it's it's like hard to do that for yeah. a lot of people, and especially as we get older. And I I have to say, I like it's just been really special. Me, we've had mm-hmm. our highs and lows, mm-hmm. and tough times, good times, bad times. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, like, it's just really special. I, I, I count on it as a, a, a real high point in my life, yeah. like personally that you're around Me and too. um, it's, it's just really great. Mm-hmm. So uh, I appreciate that. So uh, let's, can we hear from my friend from Minneapolis?
1: Yes. Hi, Ellie. What I love about the show is that Nikki and Pete are so personable and so
6: warm that listening feels like a conversation with your best friends. You always feel like you're in on the joke, even if it's your first episode on top of that, their patreon
7: community is one of the nicest and most supportive corners of the whole internet. Here's to five hundred more
1: episodes
0: Oh, I'm raising a glass right now
1: oh yes oh, yes I yes just yes love
0: it thank you Ellie. Ellie is is my rimo buddy
1: yes and NaNo, we are NaNo.
0: cruising along in nano nano, and right. uh, that has been just really, really great um uh, and would... and has been, and I would say, and I think Ellie has been along since the beginning of the whole Discord Patreon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because she is she's just been super valuable in her sort of community building mm-hmm. uh, piece. And I know she's been very busy with you know so many things in life, school, and uh, family. And mm-hmm. um, that she's still around through good times and, and hard times is is a real celebration.
1: It's what I love, about, too, about yeah. some of the, the the people in the community. They can come and go because, obviously, we're not always available, right? Well, yeah. I mean, people that are, they have lives, <laughs> so they're not always checking yeah. Discord. Uh, but what's so nice is to see somebody pop up and say, hey, I haven't been here for a while, and this is what's been going on. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's really cool to see. How
0: about, uh, how about Lynn?
7: Nikki and Pete, this is Lynn Warner. I'm so grateful for this podcast. Um, As I was going through the process of diagnosis for me and my kids, I was desperate for information, but also totally overwhelmed by it. The way you talked about ADHD made it seem so much more approachable and survivable. Hearing you laugh as you talked about the kind of challenges I'd had all my life was so reassuring. Since then, I've done other programs with Nikki and learned how valuable ADHD coaching is. And thanks to you, I became an ADHD coach myself this year. And now I get to share in the joy of helping other people understand and accept their ADHD. You've been so valuable. Thank you so much.
0: Yay! Lynn is not the first person in our community, or I should say, is not the only person in our community to have gone from listener to coach. coach.
1: That's right. That you have like, that's something to be
0: really proud of.
1: Thank you. Well, and I'm so proud of them because man, we need more. We need more coaches. We need more people out there helping the community in any way that they can. So absolutely. I, that's awesome. And, and, uh, and Lynn, she's going to be great. She's going to have a great, great career. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. So you want to talk about the first uh our first guest interview.
1: Well, because I just think it's funny. When was when was it? What was the date? That that Oh, Gloria it, came it in? was
0: um we'll see, of course. Of course. I
1: first think it was year. in January of some of some year. I don't remember when. 2016.
0: 2016.
1: Okay. So and we had started the show in 2010. So we had 6 years of just you and me, Pete. Yeah. Wow. It, it
0: took a while to figure out how to get a guest. And and what's really funny is that Lori, like we're talking about Lori, she's still around. Like she's a member of our sort of cohort. She's been on several times and she's coming back very soon. Yes,
1: she is. So it was very good timing because she was our first guest. And then yeah. she's coming back and and her first show was about medication and she's going to be coming back talking about medication. So, yeah. Uh, do you have a clip? I'm just curious, like, what it sounds
0: like. I, I will tell you what it sounded like. Okay. Let's let's let me let me buzz into it a little bit. I'm, I want to try and find I, I have just the whole episode here and oh, it's right. an hour long episode. We're yeah. not going to play the no, whole no, thing. No, let's no. see what
1: happens. Um, I, I think, you know, most of the experiences that I've that I've seen with with clients is is that's like the first treatment, right? They get the diagnosis and then the doctor immediately wants to talk about medication.
7: Yeah, it is. It's the, um, I think, uh, it's also, also, I think what prevents people honestly from getting, Mm -hmm. um, a diagnosis, but you do need a diagnosis to, um, be prescribed ADHD medication. It's, uh, and I like that you mentioned, Nikki, that people are at different phases and stages and medication is not something like you do it once and you and it's... Do you
0: remember like the the, the first time like just that. thinking about like how you do an interview? Was that daunting
1: for you? You know, God, I'm so um, ignorant. Ignorant is so blissful for me Yeah, because I never have... And and probably people have listened to this and thought, yeah, that's obvious, Nikki. Of course, you haven't <laughs> done any courses or classes about interviewing with people. Uh, that's not surprising. Uh, but I always, you know, I've always tried to just stay authentic. And I always feel like if I do too much research or if I do too much, like, how should I do this? Then I get, I get, um, I self-sabotage myself. Because then I start yeah. thinking too much about questions and I think, you know, I start thinking about too much. And so I tried to go into it with just a conversation. And you were really good about that because you always said, we're not going to tell our guests what we're talking about. Like you're, you know, you can tell them the topic, yeah. but we're not going to, we're we're never going to give them a set of questions. And that's always been, um so helpful for me, because I probably would have done that. I probably would have gone through and say, okay, here are the questions we're going to ask. And, but I well, think- Well, it's
0: counterintuitive. It's it counterintuitive. You want to bring guests on and make them feel warm and and prepared so they feel like they're confident and know and know what they're talking about, but they'll write a script and then they'll read it and they'll get flustered when you ask a question that right. isn't- On that script. Mm -hmm. And so we've always had a guideline of being just a conversation Mm -hmm. show. And here's a broad topic. And there are a few beats we might want to hit specifically, but generally we don't even say that. And our guests have been amazing from Bill Dodson to uh, uh, Dr. Hallowell to, uh, you know, Lori, like from day one, it's been broad topic get ready. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the show is better for it. Mm-hmm. I think the show is better for it. And, and the conversation's better for it.
1: I would say that the, the one person that I was most nervous about was Dr. Hollowell. I was really nervous about doing that interview because, you yeah. know, he is, well, he's a, he's a legend. He's the expert. He's the, you know, he's the, he wrote the book that most people read the first time that they're diagnosed. And so I was really, um, I was a bit, nervous on that one. And I remember really trying to kind of mind map where the conversation might go and what kinds of things I wanted to kind of hit. And of course you get into the conversation and it becomes just as easy and normal as all the other ones. And, um, and he was so pleasant and, and, Gracious. And that's the thing that I have found about all of the really, uh, you know, famous experts that we've had the honor to come on. Russell Barkley.
0: Russ Barkley. Yeah. You go from from saying, yo, Dr. Russell Barkley to Russ in he... a very short order. Such a chill guy.
1: Oh my gosh. He surprised yeah. me. He surprised yeah. me on how. Open, he was and just comfortable. Yeah. He just really made us feel comfortable. So it's, it's well, and I would great. say the same,
0: uh, the same thing for, and, uh, for Ari Tuckman, right? Yeah. I mean, Ari, Ari, you know, being such a, a player in the ADHD mm-hmm. community and ADHD event space, and not, not to mention an incredible practitioner in, in yes. the space himself, we've had him on a number of shows, and he's the only one, the only guest in our history in 12 years that I've done a solo show.
1: I know. With,
0: because you couldn't be there. For uh, some reason, at the very oh, last I minute, I don't even re- sick. You were sick? I it was woke a sick up day. that
1: morning vomiting violently. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. And and, and and Ari's yeah.
0: schedule was such that, that it was going to be very difficult to reschedule. Yep. And we were trying to do It was just kind of a last minute thing. And so I did the show alone. And it was it was uh, a, a dark void in our Aww. in our but history you because you weren't did. there. We did OK. <laughs> and I think I, I just I always I'm, I'm I think about that a lot because I'm very grateful for to Ari for coming on the show and, and not having the ADHD coach present, but mm-hmm. but also having a I think a good conversation about lying yeah. and, and uh, ADHD. And I think it was I, I hope it was useful. Useful mm-hmm. for folks. That was a fun mm-hmm. episode for, for us. So, uh, you want to hear it this one's a little bit longer. It's it's a couple minutes uh, from uh, down under. You want to go
4: down under?
1: Yeah, of
4: course. To a land, another a land accent. You bet. Yeah, Nikki Kinza, Pete right G'day, it's Matt, your favorite all time Australian. <laughs> well, only because Colin Hayes Scottish. So you know. <laughs> all right, look guys, congratulations on a huge milestone reaching 500 episodes. What a journey for both of you! You started off with your baby in twenty ten, and you've grown and you've transcended the podcast player into now what is a living, thriving, and nurturing community. The evolution from a podcast that has been a very had a very specific purpose in the past to a podcast and social media platform that delve into you know the broad spectrum of ADHD. From the outside perspective, it's been a wild ride, but I hope that it's one that's brought you both much joy satisfaction and has provided some validation for all of the hard work that i'm sure you've invested over the years while in the beginning you were perceptive to the needs and the community that existed 500 odd discord members certainly solidifies the positive impact your show brings and the desire and the need of people to connect in new ways whether it's the issues or struggles that our ADHD brings, or just having a place to celebrate the strengths that make us unique individuals in our own separate communities. You have our gratitude for being brave enough to extend your footprint beyond a podcast. The podcast first really came to my attention in 2018. I listened to your chat with Dr. Doug Hur around inattentive ADHD. This was episode 337 Some 163 episodes ago. Uh, And I've got to give credit to the phenomenal code of resource uh, that you and your team put together in the last year or so uh, for helping me to flesh out that specific information and have a bit of a hunt through. Um, It's an absolute credit, again, to um, the diversity of what it is and the, the dynamic nature in the way that you guys do things. The conversation that you had in 337 with Dr. Doug Really, really stood out to me because it was just that. It was a genuine conversation. It didn't come across as though you were interviewing an expert who'd come down from their high mountain and, you know, could only speak in purely clinical terms. It very much came across as an exchange between friends. And speckled within that banter and interplay was great wisdom. And for me at the time, as a newly diagnosed adult with ADHD, it really. Helped to inform my understanding of what inattention was within that ADHD sphere. I think it's fair to say that um, the conversational nature of your podcast is what endears you to a lot of your listeners. For me, certainly, I know that I can consistently tune into the podcast and know that I will hear quality information and that you guys will be able to give me practical and functional strategies that can easily reside within my ADHD framework. I'm very much at ease knowing that the podcast is going to be presented to me in a manner that resonates with me and feels familiar. It feels like I'm listening to two friends having an informed discussion but it's all the better for knowing that the quality of the content is well researched and steeped in evidence. As the podcast continues now through its 500th episode and beyond, the legacy that you both have built over the past 11 years I think speaks volumes to your own personal ideals. It's reflected in the kindness, generosity, empathy, and just all around social responsibility that you have for the people in our ADHD community. For that, I say thank you very much for all of the work that you do to faithfully serve this community. This gratitude also really needs to extend to your whole team uh, who play a vital role, I'm sure, in keeping everything behind the scenes afloat, uh, maybe even keeping the stars, the talent's ego in check as well. <laughs> so on this, your 500th episode, thank you, Nikki Kinzer. Pete Wright, Thank you. Thank you both for giving of your time and your attention. We sure do appreciate it. Probably a whole lot more than any of us can ever really show you. Much love and peace. Uroh. I know, right?
1: Wow.
0: Just, that I was, that. that, that closer, Matt, that was a real gut That punch.
1: was a gut-wrencher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and something uh. I do want to mention is he's right. We, uh, we were able to, um, add on somebody to the podcast team. And yeah. that was Melissa, D- Discord mom, to help us with the podcast and be able to, uh, uh, organize us, (laughs) make sure the guests are are, are asked and and get what they need before they come. And she's done a lot of stuff to help us with this show. So,
0: Well, and yeah, she's she's amazing. And another uh, like uh, another person I count as a dear friend uh, over the years that has come from this podcast because, you know, she was a listener first. And I would say our next voicemail is from uh, the third in the triangle of incredible uh, women who helped us get get everything sort of sorted when we started the podcast and she actually brings it up. This one's from Rachel and between Rachel and Ellie and Melissa, they are, they were our, our sort of early beta team. We have a channel in discord. That's like just, people like these three people because of their specific expertise on you know gestures broadly the internet right and rachel is a real um she's just a real star in um in discord itself Mm -hmm. and has been an incredible resource i know personally for me uh over over the last few years as we get started with all this stuff so um uh, as even as i start to play this message thanks rachel for Mm -hmm. everything thank you uh here you go
7: hey it's rachel So for the 500th episode, I just wanted to share that the burnout episode was the episode that
3: I submitted, and it was epic because it helped me with actually getting a different job, a job that didn't really burn me out and actually caused the snowball effect to moving to where I am now. But the other thing is helping Nikki with discovering discord. So true kind of helping everybody kind of get on the same page with that and, you know, creating the community we have now. So, yeah, that's – uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to that. So, you know, burnout and finding community. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's what that podcast right here has done for me, having new friends, having some more stability. So, yeah. Thanks, thanks Nikki, thanks Pete, and thanks Melissa. Tune you in next time. Bye. Ugh.
1: Oh yes, I right. re- I do remember her out. like saying, "Oh, I'll help you guys. I can get you on there. Yeah. I'll, you know." And she did. She navigated, and she was kind of a welcome person for a long time too. Yeah, she would welcome people and and answer questions, and yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Well, she was so
0: she was so helpful because I think I think it was Rachel who I would call. Um... That I don't mean this as dismissive, but it's a term, right? It's she's a first follower because I had already been saying, Nikki, we got to do Discord. And you're like, no, we don't. I don't even know what Discord is. That's I'm, I don't want to <laughs> do that. again. You bring these and,
1: ideas and, it was, and I'm just like, what?
0: Right. And then I, and then I said it like, I, I said it. I think I was, I think it was manipulative of me, but I said it like in front of Rachel oh, in an sure. email or something. Yeah. And she was like, oh, we got to do Discord. And you were like, oh, okay. Oh, well, if, the, somebody else has heard of this. It's not just Pete's cockamamie idea. And, uh, and it just sort of snowballed from, from there. So it, it's really exciting. And you should know, I mean, I know many of you think Discord, when you go into Discord, it's, it's uh, overwhelming with so many channels, depending on your level. We have even more channels than that yeah. that nobody else can see, uh, right. because uh, that's where we do all of our business. Like the whole team is communicating in a set of channels that's, that's for uh, the, back, the back end, mm-hmm. the backstage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's really exciting. Uh, we've got two more. Can I just yes. re- run through them real yes, quick and then please. we'll wrap up? All right. So uh, this one comes from Sandy.
7: Hey, guys. This is Sandy Esrael, And um, just was uh, wanted to share what I love about your show. A um, couple of things I would say, really. The first thing is, I mean, I'm not disliking your new intro song, but I really like the old piano one. It just had such a relaxing vibe to it and made me feel so calm when I would hear it. Like... Here come some people who relate to me, and then um two really kind of big things that I would say have been really impactful from the show would be number one, I didn't know there was such thing as an a d h d coach until I was listening to your show and since when I was about twenty five everybody at my office job decorated my cubicle like a life coach, so I think I'm um, giving some very strong consideration to actually going to get mine and then um systems and tools the one point that was made on one show at one point in time was that um you know there's a million different ways you can kind of do something but you know your process and what works for you you can't just keep trying a new system and trying a new system it's just going to take up time and it's more planning it's not going to be actually taking action so just to kind of break it down into something that works for you and stick with something longer to figure out exactly how that's going to work. So, but I love, um, just all the, the tips and things. I didn't know about RSC either before. And, uh, you know, some of those other things, um, that have come up. So just thank you so much guys for everything you do. You are loved by all of us out here. Have a good one. Aww. Bye. Oh,
0: if that doesn't fill your cup, I don't know what does. <laughs> oh, Sandy. Thank, thank you so you, much. Sandy. And I'm, <laughs> Sorry about the song thing. I hear it. But honestly, it was time for change. I just needed change.
1: (laughs) Oh, we did get a lot of compliments on that first song, though. Do you remember? It was weird. There was a period of time, like within like a two month period of time, all of a sudden we had like four comments about how much they liked the song. It was it was weird. (laughs) It's weird. Well,
0: <laughs> it was so funny because everybody wanted to find out like who see, who, who did that song. That? Where yeah. can I find that song? And it was very frustrating because when we started the show, I had no access to like you know musicians or right. artists or anything. That's literally a stock music element that ships with uh, uh, th- that ships with uh, like GarageBand. <laughs> like it's just a thing. It's just music that we had a license for by virtue of the fact that I was editing the earliest shows in GarageBand. Garage we since switched to, <laughs> yeah, to, to Logic Pro Studio. And now I have access to a resource library. So now we have like the theme song that we use now. You could go find it in Apple Music. Mm. Like it's a it's a legit, we have an artist that actually uh, did this song. And we, I, it's, it's crazy. So it, it just was an upgrade. And I just think it's so funny that that little bit of stock music is
1: very popular it it
0: was it we have i of all the shows i do i've never gotten a request for a single song like this one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh so funny yeah uh how about shoshana shoshana
6: hi
8: this is shoshana blaze i'm eternally grateful to have found the taking control podcast since i was diagnosed five and a half years ago and now have a bunch of kids with an ADHD diagnosis. I think my favorite part of the podcast is how it's not just something to listen to, but also a place where I can interact with everybody and get to know people in real life. My favorite episodes are the organizing series in February of 2019. And I super loved the episode with Dr. Kalaki Clark in February of this year, especially being a healthcare provider myself. It made me feel a whole lot better to know that um, it should not interfere with my ability to do what I do and do it with the passion that I have. Um, I'm also super, super grateful to have been introduced to the complex parenting world with Diane Dubster mm-hmm. and Elaine, and that has been super helpful for my family. Mm-hmm. And all of the resources that you guys provide to us, um, from creative outlets to technology to emotional outlets, I just feel like every time I listen to an episode. You're talking directly to me, and I feel super heard, seen, validated, and really grateful to have been able to really really feel like I have learned about myself through the podcast. So, thanks. (sighs) (sighs) Wow.
0: Right? Oh, you guys. This is... um... This has been an incredible experience mm-hmm. going through all these voicemails, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely! It's it's just surreal. I don't know how else to. Yeah, like admit we started
0: it. with, like it's it's sometimes hard to to remember as we put these things out that there are people listening on the other end. Right. And not only are you listening, but that you're getting something out mm-hmm. of it, that you are moved in some way, that your life is a little bit better as a result of of some of these the things that we're putting out there. It's incredibly gratifying. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and thank you uh, to Patreon supporters for a couple of things. One for uh, allowing us to continue to make podcasting a bigger part of our careers, Mm -hmm. right? As a result of your support, we're able to make choices that mean we're doing more podcasting and less of other stuff. That and and that's this is the way we make a living Mm -hmm. in in some growing part, Mm -hmm. and it's a uh, it it's an incredibly important important bit of of you know deeply personal sort of contribution to our lives and livelihoods. But second, that, you know, your patronage allows us to do things for the community. Like, for example, I, I feel like we don't talk about this all that much. It We spend a lot of money on human transcriptions every month, right? Mm-hmm. On on somebody going in and listening to every episode and typing the whole thing. And I know Matt mentioned that he m- went through uh, the resource, the CODA resource, and it was, um, it, was it who was it, Chris? Who was it? Who just said they went through and highlighted? highlighted maybe it was Andrin, it, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Onburn, uh, who was highlighting the the transcripts, and and that is the result of the Patreon community. Like mm-hmm. those people made the early bet that this was going to be a thing of support, and now our show, since that point, has become accessible for the uh, the people living in the hearing impaired community who um, who can now access the resources of our show as a result of your contributions to it. It's not a cheap resource having a human do that. We could do machine transcriptions all day long. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this is, it, it is a big and important thing. And I find it uh, like uh, incredibly heartwarming that our first supporters are the ones who brought accessibility to our podcast on behalf of, on behalf of them, everybody gets this thing. That's right. And that, that means a lot. hmm mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Anything else you want to think about, talk about?
1: Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that I'm really, I, I, I'll just be honest. I'm really proud of both of us being so consistent in doing this for as long as we have, because it's never felt, um like a dreaded chore or, oh, I've got to do that part of my business. It's always been so fun and exciting and, and, uh, it's just been such a joy to do this. And I'm so glad that back in the day, you said, let's do a podcast. (laughs) Cause I cannot imagine, uh, none of, none of the clients that I would have worked with or anything that I've been able to do with my business would have happened without the show. And, and it's, um, it's one of those things too, that I think when you ask yourself, like, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to, what's the job you want to have? And when I think about how lucky I am to be doing what I'm doing and to feel so passionate about it and really want to spread that joy and that hope and that inspiration and that community and being able to do that, it's so humbling and I'm so grateful for it and um, grateful for you, Pete. You know, I, I just can't imagine doing this without you. I can't. I wouldn't yeah. have. Um,
0: I I couldn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just... Talk about the stars being aligned. I mean, I really feel like everything has happened the way that it needed to. And I feel like there's so much for us to look forward to in the future and so many things that we can do and hope to support this community. And it's just a real honor. It's an honor that you guys listen. And when we say thank you for your time and attention, we really mean it. Like We really thank you for giving us your trust.
0: Thank you, everybody, uh, for hanging out with us. This epic, massive episode. If if you have the the patience now that you, if you didn't listen to the live stream, now you can go back and listen to it at double speed. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> helps you get through it a little bit faster. Uh, and so, uh, but but seriously, thanks for making episode 500 really special, and every one of the last 499 episodes before it. Uh, this has been a. A yes. real treat, and um, we sure appreciate. And who it.
1: knows? Maybe we will do another five hundred and be here in ten years.
0: We let's just say it <laughs> this way: we don't have plans not to.
1: Exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. Who would have known ten years ago or eleven years ago yeah. that we would be doing this show? Never so would have. You're absolutely it. right. Who knows?
0: All right. Thank you, everybody, for your time and your attention. Don't forget, if you have something to contribute, we'd love to hear your stories true too. Head over to uh, our Discord server, and you know, you don't have to be a patron to get into the Discord server. You can. Uh, there is a a link to jump into the general community. It's totally free, and all the, a lot of great conversation happens in the the uh, free and open uh, community uh, right there. If you are a Discord member or a, a ADHD podcast community member, uh, you get more. Channels, you get access to more, uh, I think, quieter channels. Like, and I don't mean quieter, but not sometimes not quite as busy. And it, it feels like if the general channel is going crazy, then sometimes it's nice to get into one that's a little slower and you can uh, post some longer posts and, and a little bit more thoughtful stuff. But it's all great. And uh, that's the easiest place to reach us. Share your thoughts over the Show Talk channel. And, um, you know, we'd love to have you. So, on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. And we'll see you right back here next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.